The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Say, friend, now I don't mean to pry or even assume anything, because Lord knows that'll make an ass out of both of us. But I couldn't help notice you're out here doing what you can, best you can, and making your way in the apocalypse without a drink. I hear you. A drink's a high five, a pat on the back, tastes good, makes you feel good. But out here, you don't want to feel good. You need a real drink that'll clean a wound, taste like chaos, and a burn that'll teach you all you need to know about how to survive. Well, this shocking beverage will snap you right back into place no matter how many zombies or clicky mushroom people you had to face today or, or how many you lost in the fires when the robots took over. Whatever your scenario, all you need is a shot of Jepson's Malort. With a taste like ground-up mummies and viper piss, this refreshing 70-proof vintage will outlast us all. So make friends with the only one that's going to make it out of here alive. Jepson's Malort. The only drink that will still be here. Proud sponsor. <clears throat> Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Your official Birdcast of the Apocalypse. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to shout. Sorry. Test, test, test. Test the mic. Test, test, test the mic. What's going on, everybody? My name is Chad. I'm a bird. This is my birdcast. You know that. I don't know why we have to go over this all the time. If you would just listen to me the first time I told you, we wouldn't have to do this each time. God, it's just like you don't respect me. Ugh, I'm going to be in my room. <laughs> Let's need to get that out. Well, how are you? I hope you're doing okay. First off, before we continue, if you're not following me, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or YouTube, any, anywhere really, there's a link tree um, in the like description of this episode. All you got to do is click on it. You'll find me super easy. You want to do it. There's a lot going on. Yesterday, we did a stream from Logan Arcade. We're going to be doing that twice a month now, which is sweet, where they have it set up so you can see someone playing the game we're talking to and them, and me, and I can interview and watch people play games, which is really all I want to do. It's been cool because it was pinball. We were playing um, Godzilla, and like the camera's straight down on the board. You can see all the ball action, just flipping balls back and forth, scores. And then you can see the person playing, and then you can see me talking to somebody else. It's just a party, man. And we got dinged on YouTube because of a copyright thing, because at Logan, this is a journey, hold on, at Logan Arcade, my favorite bar in the city, you know this, please support them, go there if you're in Chicago, if you're not, come to Chicago and go there, um, has in the front an animatronic dog band, like uh, a la Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza, um, uh, called The Biscuits, and they do Misfits covers, and it went, it comes on every now and then, because they're haunted, and halfway through, no, actually it was like the last 10 minutes, the band screams to life because they're totally haunted, starts playing, um, mother, tell you, it was fucking awesome. And it was the most punk thing that's ever happened. Getting, um, a surprise 
Blitz concert by an animatronic dog band covering the Misfits. I don't think it gets any more punk than that. And I, I mean, I think it's a badge of honor, and I feel like I've peaked, that I've plateaued. It doesn't get any better than this. Anyway, because that happened, we got like a little copyright nick. It's not even a ding. It's not even a strike. It's just like because Glenn Danzig uh, fucking owns you and me, as he should, um, he gets revenue share, so I don't get any money from the thing. So like, it sends me a notification. That's it. I walk away. But the memory lives on. And you can see it on my YouTube page. So you got to go there and check that out. But yeah, once uh, first and last Thursday of the month, I'll be streaming either pinball or games. Oh, man, we have... If we can pull this off, dude, end of this month, we got such a good surprise for you. It's going to be so cool. If not, it's going to be usual pinball, which is always pretty kick-ass. Anyway, happy March, everyone. Here we are. Welcome to it. Um, if you're confused, don't worry. We just go with it. I'm a bird. I live in Chicago, and my favorite bar is Logan Arcade, and I stream pinball every now and then. There it is. I feel like now you know it's happening. Uh, but what are we doing here on the BirdCast? Well, I'll tell you. Thank you for asking. Last week, um, my assignment was to talk about uh, the new Oscar crisis team that the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Scientists is setting up for uh, the 95th Annual Academy Awards because, I don't know, they need a nanny or something. I'm, in my day, I don't know, and I'm not that old, they called that uh, venue security. But anyway, they did it, and I have to talk about it. So let's go live to the Green Mill in Chicago to me talking about the Oscar crisis team from last week already in progress. <laughs> You like me, cause you could go downhill. I can't promise that you love me, but you probably will. I can't promise if you ever Humans, I'm gonna need you to take a second, take a knee. Huddle up, circle up, get in here. Travis! Travis, come on man, get in here. We need a team meeting. Look, I know the game sucks right now. It feels like we're never going to get out of here. We're down, they're up, or we're tied. I'm not really sure. Coach Barlett wasn't really paying attention and lost fucking count, so it's kind of whatever right now. Plus, the crowd in the bleachers is starting to get into like a pissy chaos kind of mood. Jack's dad is, this is fucking sweet, whatever this is. You guys can hear that, right? Like, I'm not doing a bit. You guys can hear the music, right? I did an edible a little while ago. Oh, good. Okay, thank God. Jokes, 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 jokes. <laughs> I know the crowd is in like a pissy chaos kind of mood. Jack's dad is pacing behind the bleachers yelling at some work thing. Brenda's mom is chewing out of the umpire. And Danica's mom is publicly folding her jacket on her lap, signaling she's no mood. Because she heard Danica use the F word and now we all have to pay for it. <laughs> it sucks. But here's the thing, guys. Game always sucks. It's always going to suck. Life sucks. You wait around forever, you never know the score, and the crowd will eventually get pissy. That's the game. Even when it's been an awesome day, stuff eventually will suck. Even people who've had a perfect game for a long while will eventually have a shit at bat, and that's going to sting, and it's going to hurt, and it's going to make you want to snap from the pressure of keeping it together, but that's never going to change. It's what we're up against, and have always been. 
which is why we go for pizza after the game, regardless who wins, because it's noble as shit. You even kept the ball going in the panda fucking monium of it all. <laughs> what we're not gonna do is lose our shit. <laughs> Humans. <laughs> what you've been putting in your guts lately, but I wouldn't trust it to do math right now. In the face of great suckage, not losing your shit is an act of great muscle control, Abraham Lincoln said probably, and he's right. We gotta tighten up, brace, and maintain. Even though this metaphor is losing a little ground, because in reality, you should shit. Like, get that out of you. Like, it's a really bad idea to keep your actual shit in. That's in the Bible, you guys. But we got protocol for that. We have designated shit-losing areas. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I got a shit, but I'm on a bus, and fuck, I care about people. Now, we all know what's coming. And if you don't, I'm sorry to break the news to you this way late in the game, but don't lose your shit. Hold tight and maintain. Because in one week, it's going to be March. No. That means March Madness, in which every bar you enter shall be blaring basketball, or in some cases, sneaking it without the sound on, leaving the idea of having a relaxing shot and a beer totally mute, because at any moment, you can hear somebody at any random time just go, Yeah! <laughs> St. Patty's Day, as it is known in the group chat, when the, when the emerald bedlam will descend upon the streets, blocking exits, greening the beer, ringing that one song by the Dropkick Murphys in the atmosphere, totally torquing out because they wrote all their songs! Nowhere is safe. But first and of course, March 12th, 2023, the 95th Annual Academy Awards. When your neck will cramp in a hellraiser level of pain from the amount of head nodding you'll be doing to everyone who has to tell you, yeah, I'm just not going to watch it this year. <laughs> Only then go off on Facebook, Insta, TikTok, and Twitter with hot takes that'll take months to cool. <laughs> it is inevitable. It is coming. It is almost already here. But we're not going to lose our shit. We're going to maintain. Now I know you've heard the rumors. <laughs> and if you haven't, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this so late in the game. But the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences have announced that this year they're going to be instigating a, quote, crisis team to prevent any incidents during the 95th Academy Awards. <laughs> now, it turns out because last year Will Smith front palm face cracked Chris Rock live during the show. So Bill Kramer, CEO of the Academy, announced that the best course of action to prevent any such live scrimmages and tussles would be to create a crisis management team to, quote, run many scenarios so that they will be, quote, prepared for anything that we may not anticipate right now, but what we're planning for just in case it does happen. And while that statement is grammatically baffling, it's also stupid. 
<laughs> like, I don't know if you've ever been to a party with theater people. <laughs> How the hell are you going to wrangle an elite congregation of A-list actors who literally have Oscar-nominated emotional moments together with unlimited Insta-TikTok Twitter opportunities to further their brands and then give them a shitload of tequila and whatever designer shit the Hollywood aristocracy is doing these days. I heard in Variety is just a snack bag of high-end shrimps to promote The Last of Us, but my sources would probably not. That's like house-sitting for cats that have their own jets and do Molly whenever the fuck they want to have a team that says they can. Also, like, how do you anticipate what could possibly happen at the Oscars? Is there like a room of precogs, like in Minority Report? Just like mainlining TMZ 24-7 to like calculate the odds Johnny Depp is going to show up dressed like the ant that never had kids and then take his sweet time presenting because he's kind of toasted on bourbon. By the way, if that happens, that's a bingo on my card. This is a high-end party for movie stars in Los Angeles. What is this crisis team gonna do? Rush the stage with a spray bottle of rose water and healing eucalyptus if things are looking like they might get angry? It's the fucking Oscars. It's the land of Adele Dazeem, Flasher, James Franco. That one time La La Land tried to steal Best Picture. It's chaos by design, and it's why we watch. wondering if the Hollywood midlife crisis community has already sprung into action to keep the Hollywood elite in line. Worry no more, kids, because they have. Recently, with the announcement of Andrea Riseborough's nomination for Best Actress for her work in the low-budget drama To Leslie, the Hollywood Five Squad held an emergency <laughs> meeting to determine if there was any shenanigans going on, because that film only made $27,000 on its release, and it wasn't nominated for a Golden Globe or a SAG Award yet. After a vigorous social media campaign from the likes of Charlize Theron and Kate Winslet, to name a few, Andrea Riseborough made it to the nominations, and the Academy was a little tipped by this. It's kind of like how Tiffany was sitting with Amber and Danica at lunch yesterday, prompting Gina and Sky to wonder, what the fuck? She doesn't even go here. <laughs> you couldn't possibly believe that Andrea Riseborough's performance was overlooked because it was a low-budget film that can't afford the campaign funds that most of the big movies used to get nominated, and so a bunch of higher-ups in Hollywood figured they could do a grassroots thing on social media to get her on the ballot because she deserves it. No! It's gotta be something sinister! Quote, seems hilarious that the surprise nomination, meaning tons of money wasn't spent to position this actress of a legitimately brilliant performance, is being met with an investigation. So it's only films and actors that can afford the campaigns that deserve recognition? It feels elitist and exclusive and frankly very backward to me, said the original Wednesday Adams, Christina Ricci. And, and if Christina Ricci is coming forward to say some shit, you know it is sus. Because she built a career being the queen of the unimpressed and uninterested, running so Aubrey Plaza could walk. <laughs> for this already wild and weird tradition of rounding up a bunch of celebrities in a room with booze and cameras so they can win honors decided by committees decided by other members of said committees. No poll voting, no democracy. It's like being elected president of your own birthday party. <laughs> 
anticipate what could go down. Certainly not whatever high-end robots they've no doubt paid for to calculate the odds of Lenny Kravitz showing up or his decoy pile of scarves or whatever. <laughs> this crisis management team is fucking doing. One thing we know so far is that they have earned the nickname, the quote, Oscar Cops. <laughs> and that brings me to my point and why we're taking a knee. <laughs> we, need to, we need to maintain over policing is a sign of panic and panic is a sign you've lost your shit and what are we not gonna do why because we're still in the game even if it's getting confusing and chaotic we're gonna maintain and then there's gonna be pizza afterwards yeah we don't have to watch it but fuck that i want to watch it i want to see my favorites all jam in a room together looking fine flirting with each other, ripped on whatever, they're fucking speaking their minds on the internet to remember for all time. That's the game and I came to play. I'm not backing down. I'm doubling down. I'm gonna watch the Oscars this year. I'm gonna watch the Oscars this year and I'm gonna review them. And I'm gonna speak my mind. I'm gonna hashtag the fuck out of the Oscar cops. Let them know how dumb as fuck this whole thing is. Because Hollywood uses the internet like its own personal suggestion box. And I'm gonna stuff it. <laughs> Before we go back out there, it's customary to have a brief prayer. But in a world where a notoriously intolerant organization like the Academy deciding instead of just like having venue security, they're going to form a team of attitude adjusters to keep the Oscars cool, then there is no God to pray to. So, get out there, maintain, and play the game, because that's why we're here. Okay, fuck this on three. One, two, three. I love you, good night. Special thanks to the Barrera Kudas for their kick-ass song, Promises, which is what's going on there. If you have not found that song, you should just go find it on Bandcamp and download it. It's awesome. It's been my theme song for six years. And I love... Uh, seven... Oh, my God. Seven years now. Yeah, fuck yeah, bud. Uh, and a special thanks to uh, Malort for always being there for me, keeping me alive and in the South. Thank you to Green Mill for always having me. Thank you to the Paper Machete for paying me. Thank you to Lauren Kapinski for uh, stage managing. And um, thank you to Jason, the bartender, because he kept it going and kept it flowing. Thank you to you for listening. Thank you to the Gas and Guzzle for being my Discord buddies. If you haven't joined the Discord, you should. We always have little fun little things. We're going to have some Discord watches coming up. I'll, I'll let you guys know about that in a bit so that we can avoid all said copyright dings. Um, but I cannot promise that we won't be blitzed by an animatronic Mitzvitz cover band that are all dogs. Oh my god, it was so awesome. If you want to see pictures of that, go to my Instagram, because I have pictures of that coming out um, on there. Because, I mean, I can't get over how awesome that was. Oh, oh what a week. And it's, only, and it's just started. March has just begun. Oh, what's going to happen? You'll have to tune in next week to find out. Or just, like, or just don't. That's that's my Saturday morning pitch. Tune in or don't. Nailed it.